DirectRoto.com. Hey there, everybody. It's Dr. Roto. Get out the insurance cards. Get out the copay. The office is open, my friends. And I'm with my the newest member of the DrRoto.com team. It's Maddie Kroll. What's up, Maddie? What is up, guys? I'm so happy to be here. We're so happy to have you here. So what you and football, when did that all start? Um, I fell in love with football during the Troy Aikman era when I was like three or four. Um, I went to a Cowboys game and I just became obsessed. And then I kind of grew up. I wanted to play football with the boys and I was told I couldn't. So then I just wanted to learn about it. And that kind of just snowballed into um, high school. I was an athletic trainer. My stepdad was a defensive coordinator. So I got to actually break down film with him and learn a little bit more. And then I was just intrigued by the intricacy of football, just kind of spiraled from there. How cool is that? Your dad was a defensive coordinator? Yeah, my stepdad was defensive coordinator for a high school, but it was still really cool because I was able to see football from a different perspective. So game planning for other teams and seeing different offenses and different schemes, it was just really cool. So do you like the 4-3 or the 3-4? I actually like the 4-3, but don't tell my stepdad. <laughs> so we, we joke about 4-3. Um, and then whenever I was in college, I lived with a couple offensive linemen um, at OU. And so I actually got to kind of sit with their playbook. And it's just fun. It's just each level just gets a little bit more intricate. And I love the details. It's like chess. Wait, so you know the Oklahoma University playbook? Uh, I wouldn't say no all of it. But I could I can pretty much sum up what they were going to do when Stoops was there. There's been a lot of changes, especially now that they're pre preparing for the SEC. It's changed a lot schematically. Well, the SEC is almost like professional. It's literally better than some it, pro teams. I call it prep school for the NFL. Yeah, it's crazy, right? It's how good they yeah. are. I mean, the worst yeah. team in the SEC probably could beat most teams in other conferences. That I Really, that's – well, unless you're like – Arkansas. <laughs> You're knocking Arkansas and Missouri. Uh, I don't mean to. Know, I don't mean to knock Kentucky. them, but it's just they're um, they don't have the depth as far as play calling goes. That that's true. Alabama, Clemson, even I don't know. That's true. All right. So the name of this podcast is the first look because we're going to take the first look at Week Four. And as you guys always know, I really don't know who's playing in week four. I truly don't because I did waivers the last two nights. I had to process what happened in week three. How did your week three go, Maddie, by the way? Um, I took an L in two leagues, but I won four. So I guess, okay. All right. Four out of six ain't bad. Not bad. I'm impressed. I was, I was going undefeated for a minute, though. So it's okay. We'll bounce back next week. I don't know if I've had. I'm in so many leagues. I'm. I. I. I do not guess how many leagues I'm in, Matt. How many? Uh, you're supposed to guess. I don't know. I. Don't be 25. scared. Yes, about 25 leagues. So there's no way I'm going 25 and up. There's no way. That's a full time job. But that's, that's what I do. But honestly, I feel like that's probably a good approach because I think that I would be less hyper focused on my leagues if I had more of them. So in the old days, I would have like three or four leagues and you would just be like radar focused on your team. You'd know everything. Now I'm in yeah. a bunch of high stakes leagues. I'm in a couple of home leagues and a couple of dynasty leagues. But trust me when I tell you, it's a job. Like Tuesdays and Wednesdays, the waiver wire and I are buddies. Yeah. Well, people are like texting me all day today. Like, hey, did you get my trade request? And I'm like, I, uh, I don't have time. 
Yeah, I, I'm not in many oh. leagues that I'm trading, Maddie. Seriously. I, I'm in like uh, three or four leagues. That's a whole separate like part-time job. So I actually started a fun thing. I'm big into volunteering. So this year I'm super excited about this. I started a fantasy league at a retirement home for uh-huh. these older dudes. It's so much fun. I, I 10 out of 10 recommend this to anybody who's interested, but it's called not your grandkids league. And that's kind of like a full-time job because they don't know how to use the electronic stuff. So I'm having to work with each one of them to kind of get their teams together if they want to make any changes. Oh, or what not. website are you? What are you using? Yahoo, ESPN? What are you? No, using? we're using ESPN because that's okay. the most user-friendly. And okay. one of the staff is kind of proficient in it, so that's helped a little bit. So these like 70, 80-year-old grandpas are like going on ESPN.com and doing fantasy. Yeah, I got yelled at by Gene today. Actually, he yelled at me in a voicemail saying he needed to make some changes, and it was his legend. I, I know. Tell me how to I know. Fix it. I back. I was like, I'm sorry, Gene. I'm sorry. I, I work a full time job. <laughs> yeah. Let me stop my work day, Gene. I'll be right with you. Well, and I'm like, Gene's already the one who got me in trouble because I thought they were allowed to have alcohol. So I bring in alcohol and then I got in trouble and they're not allowed to have alcohol. So you bring in the booze to the old pe- the old timers. I know. I was I was cool week one and it just kind of went downhill after that. <laughs> Sorry, this is pretty funny. I kind of love it. I was I like, I'm it. gonna be the one who gets kicked out of the nursing home for bringing in the booze. But I've always said if you want people to play fantasy, you start them young. Look at you, you're starting old and working your way back. You gotta give these people something to look forward to, you know? Like they are ordering jerseys. They're combing their hair back now. They're bathing. It's a step in the right direction. <laughs> I hope they're bathing. That's a big night. deal. And <laughs> I mean, I can't blame them. When I'm 90, I mean, I might be like, shower this week. Uh, yeah. You know? Not, how about I'm do not it showering me? until my fantasy team wins another game? Uh, all, all 25? No, just, you know. If, oh, if you, were, if you were old. Right. Yeah. 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 I don't know. Maybe. Right. Maybe. I keep they telling them how in hockey they grow beards during the playoffs. They yes. guys grow beards. It used to gross me out when the guys would like not wash their like shorts or their undershirt. I'm like, that's disgusting. Right. So, hey, never mess with a streak, Maddie. You know where that's from. Never mess I've with been, a streak. Bull Durham. I've been told. You know, but sometimes you just you gotta outweigh the pros and cons. Oh my so I'll tell you this funny story. I'm on uh, I'm at, at the casino with my wife. And she would pull the cards and I'd look at her cards and then we were winning hands. So every time she'd do it, I would look at her cards and the same thing. So finally, one time she goes, what are you looking at? I go, you just ruined it. We lost that hand. That was the end of it. I'm I'm superstitious that way. I am. I know it's crazy. I'm I'm, I'm being honest. It's crazy. With everything in your life though? (sighs) Listen, I, I don't knock it. My stepdad literally asked some, like, so we he was really big into superstitions and we ate this place called Pernelli's pizza. It was like a locally owned pizza shop and we just kept winning. So every night, every Thursday night we had to have Pernelli's pizza. This poor lady ends up going in for a hip replacement surgery. And he asked her to come in two days later to make him his pizza because he didn't (laughs) want to ruin the streak. They ended up winning the state championship. So exactly. I guess I can't knock it. Look, you got to do like, what you got to oh do. Oh, my gosh. If I played a I sport and I tied my left shoe before my right and we won that night, trust me, I would tie my left shoe the first next next game. That's, just That's so much pressure. I, I would have so much anxiety trying to do everything the same. It's, look, this is how we live. This is how some of us live our life. Even fantasy, if I have a great fantasy, if I win in daily and I wear a certain <laughs> T-shirt, I'm wearing that T-shirt next week. 
Totally. I mean, if it's working for you, don't mess with it. it. Don't mess with it. All right, let's take a look at Thursday night's game. It's a Jaguars and Bengals. Give me a nugget in this game, Matt. Um, running backs for the Bengals are going to score points all day long. I think. Joe Mixon's look really good. Joe Mixon looks fantastic. Fantastic. Why when it comes, th- why aren't they throwing the ball enough though? I don't. I don't think that they have the pass protection that he feels confident in to get the ball off efficiently. Um, and I also don't have a ton of confidence in the receiving core right now. And I know that that's wild because everybody's like, everybody's points are in it. However, okay. You don't like Jamar Chase? I love Jamar Chase. And I think Jamar Chase is great. However, I think that if I'm game planning, the one person I'm trying to shut down is Jamar Chase. Right. But nobody's been able to do it thus far. And the Jaguars certainly are not able to do it. That's true. You don't think you don't think that they'll throw everything at him? Probably not the Jags. I see what you're saying. No, no, you I don't know. A, you'd have to have a really good defense to, to double him. I think so. Well, and I mean, the Jags were getting beaten zones too. I don't know. For some reason, I'm just really feeling running backs. But of course, if you have Jamar Chase, you need to start him. That's kind of a oh, given. You're starting him. All right. How about Washington? Yeah. Washington. Here's my game of the week. I think Washington Atlanta is going to explode. It's going to go over, and Taylor Heineke is going to be somebody's BFF in fantasy this weekend. Is he throwing tight end? Or is he throwing throw to Logan Thomas? He's going to throw to Terry McLaurin. He's going to throw to Antonio Gibson. He's going to throw to you if you're out there. You know, Atlanta's um, secondary isn't looking so hot right now, so I think he's going deep. Is Cordell Patterson the real deal? For this game, yes. I don't. I don't know if it's going to continue to play out throughout the season. You, if you, you have him, would, would you trade him? Would you tell no. Gene to trade him? No, but it would be a week by week decision for me. If Patterson goes seven for ninety in a touchdown, I'm trading him next week. Why? Because I'm trading him at the highest value he's ever going to have for me. That's true. Or you don't I'm keeping him because he's going to be a star. I don't know. It's one of the two. I think I think it's too early to talk about trading him. I really do. Is Calvin Ridley going to be – should you trade Calvin Ridley when Matt Ryan's only throwing like eight-yard passes? This is where I get stressed out, honestly, because I have him in one league, and I've been having this debate with myself. Um, I don't feel like they have chemistry right now, but we're three games in. We're going into the fourth game and so I don't feel comfortable making those decisions until week eight especially now that we've added on another decision I know that's what everybody says everybody says I'm crazy no it's not that you're crazy it's that I I, at week eight I could be 0 and 7 well I wouldn't be but I'm just saying you could be that's true you could be 0 and 7 I just I think that I second guess my decisions but um no I want to I want to get rid of them yet I I think he needs more time I think I trust now if he burns you three games in a row, maybe if it's not continually getting better. Okay. But from my perspective, it's continually getting better. So here's my, my thought. If a guy has a good matchup and he plays poorly, 
then I'm concerned, right? If Calvin Ridley mm-hmm. doesn't do anything this week, that's telling me a lot because everybody's thrown against uh, Washington. And if Atlanta can't do yeah. it, when are they going to do it? Which we'll, we'll see if Atlanta utilizes that tight end, but. <laughs> I like, I love Kyle Pitts. I'm all about that. I do too, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't see, I I have Washington to win this game. Um, I don't see Atlanta doing a whole lot offensively. I agree with that one. They haven't been. Texans at Bills. Can the Texans, maybe, the, I think the Bills defense, Josh Allen. I mean, this is just, how about Diggs? Diggs hasn't really done much this year. Is this a Diggs explosion week? I feel like Diggs has been okay. I'm I'm not, ta- okay. I watched the game more from like um, an overview and not as much from a fantasy standpoint. I want to count Diggs out yet. He hasn't, he hasn't um, been given the environment to succeed yet. Well, the problem is, is that you've got Diggs, you've got Emmanuel Sanders, you've got Cole Beasley, you got Dawson Knox, and you got a couple of running backs. And Josh Allen throws everywhere. Right. I right. mean, he doesn't, he doesn't have a favorite. You can't right. pinpoint him down. However, from my perspective, they were, the offensive line was playing like musical chairs is what I've been saying the whole preseason. Nobody knew where they were going to be position-wise, right? They were going guard, tackle. They even moved somebody to center, back over. Nobody's consistently playing in the same spot. They didn't even know who their starters were until week one. You can't move the offensive line around that that way and then have success right off the bat. And I think that they're finally starting to get into the groove of things. And I think that Josh Allen's finally getting comfortable. Everybody's just getting comfortable together. So I think that that's only going to benefit the Bills offense. And I think that it's anybody's game week to week. Josh Allen was my preseason MVP choice. I'm going to stay with it for now. Looked pretty darn good okay. last week. Yeah. And, and he'll, that will only get better because I think the offensive line's only going to get better. Totally agree. All right. Bears, Lions. I'm watching the Lions game. And I'm thinking, are they going to win this game? And then I watch a historic field goal. And I'm thinking, is this going to go in? And sure enough, it does. Are the Lions ever going to win a game? Off the post. Are the Lions going to win a game? Are they going to beat the Bears? If you are a Lions fan, I feel so bad for you. Because, I mean, three games in a row, they were neck and neck at one point or another. I think the Lions have this in the bag. I don't know what bad. Yeah, I don't know what Matt Nagy's doing over there. I don't think he knows. The quarterback situation is stressful. The offensive line is stressful. I don't know that I'd want to put a rookie quarterback into the murder zone. It's just, in my opinion, I think that the Lions are going to come out and they're going to kill it. Can I tell you my favorite, one of my favorite players right now in fantasy and reality? Swift. And you're going to think I'm it's TJ Hawkinson, but it's not. It's DeAndre Absolutely. Swift. I, that's what, yes, yes. I'll be honest with you. I kind of thought that he was overhyped going into this season. No, he's I've changed my mind. Totally I've changed my mind. Yeah. I actually had that argument with people. I was like, I don't, he's not going to pan out that well. Maybe I'll have a couple games here and there. He's been consistent. And the thing about Swift is he sees things before they happen, which is a big deal. It's hard to stop a guy like that. Right. And Same he catches like, a ton of passes fantasy. in PPR formats. Tons. Yep. A little bit here and there. I made a trade and, offer today. I offered Javante Williams and Debo Samuel for DeAndre Swift, and I was rejected. I was so upset. I don't well, know I would have taken that, too. Would you? Oh, give me Swift all day. 
I'll find another yeah. receiver. I can find. I Debo guess it Samuel. depends on it depends on what the rest of your squad looks like. I guess it would have looked a lot better with DeAndre Swift on it. I'm telling you that right now. All right, Carolina and Dallas. No McCaffrey. R.I.P. Man, I even named one of my fantasy leagues Run CMC, so this hurt me. I'm good. Here's a nugget. This is, here's a trivia question that you will never know the answer to, but if you do, I'll be the most impressed person on planet Earth. What do oh, Troy man. Aikman, Christian McCaffrey, and Dr. Roto all have in common? I don't even know if I have an educated guess. Um, I don't know. They're all in the same fraternity. Really? What Not the same house, but the same, the same fraternity. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, I so, wouldn't have pegged you as a frat guy. What's up with that? Just, I don't know. Totally. Open to the frat guys out there, but. <laughs> yeah, no, they were all in the same house. Not this. I wish we were in the same house. How cool would that have been if we were all in the same house at the same time? But no. Yeah. I mean, the brotherhood's supposed to stay strong, so I, I will always root for CMC and Aikman, no matter what. I love CMC. I I hope they don't rush him back. I want him to come back strong and be successful. Now, do you like Chuba Hubbard? You must have watched him. I know you're a college football person. I am, and Chuba came from the Big Twelve, so really watched him. He's O State guy. I, okay, I had this. I talked about this. I. Chuba Hubbard has potential. He's not going to be a CMC. You can't expect him to step in and do what CMC does. CMC is another one of those guys that sees things before it happens. The I thought, wow, the offensive line is killing it. Then I went back and broke down some film, and I was like, CMC is killing it because he's finding holes that aren't there. Right. Chuba Hubbard's not going to be able to do that. And Chuba Hubbard didn't – Chuba Hubbard struggled in college – and he was under big, big 12 defensive lines. And that doesn't. Well, if Chuba gets 15 carries, how many yards is he getting? I think they're just going to be little spurts. Um, this is going to be, this is going to sound really bad. I think he's going to go two, three, eight yards most at a time. So like 15 carries, is just getting 45 yards? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I mean, not, even a little he under. Was, he's not, there's only one Christian McCaffrey. There's only one Christian McCaffrey and Chuba Hubbard is also like, if he doesn't have a clear hole, he, he can't go. And he's not really swifty. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And so if it's not there, he'll even take some losses. Right. Just the way it is. He just hits a brick wall. Yeah. Good call. I don't know. That worries me. All right. Colts, Dolphins. Miami's run defense has been atrocious. The Colts have been kind of atrocious, and Jonathan Taylor's looked good. Jonathan Taylor has looked good. The The Dolphins' defense didn't look so bad coming out of week one, and then it just it started spiraling. Um, and then uh, who should we talk about first? Are we talking about Colts first? Sure. So Nelson's out. Carson Wentz has two hurt ankles. and <gasps> He can't move. Yeah. I think I move so faster than Carson Wentz now. That's not good. So, I don't know. I guess I'd start Hines. Is that how you say his name? Nine Hines, yeah. Hines, yeah. He's he's one that I'm comfortable starting. Other than that, I'm like, when it comes to the how goals. Michael, would you start Michael Pittman? So, I had this debate. Yes, if you have Pittman, 
why not? If you have better options, though, probably so. Because as a defense, like, that's what defensive coordinators are, are going to be planning for. And he's not super consistent, I don't feel like. He can't – he's not able to beat people time and time again. But I don't think – He's either on or he's off. But I don't think that's his fault. I think that's Wentz's fault, not his fault. For if holding the ball too long? On, you put him on the Tampa Bay Bucks. Are you telling me that he's not, you know, Godwin-like? Yeah, because their secondaries got holes everywhere. <laughs> All right, for Miami, my, my, my new guy is Jalen Waddle. I, I can't tell you how many ways I love I this. love Waddle. I love Waddle. And I didn't coming into this year either. I was kind of iffy about him, and I love Waddle. Must play. He's a must start. Must start. And even from an outside of fantasy standpoint, he's smart. The kid's intelligent. Yeah. Sometimes we don't think so. They go to Alabama. You just assume, hey, he's just a dumb jock, but he's not. Smart dude. Yeah. Smart dude. Smart All dude. Right. I got a game that's going to shock you here. Browns, Vikings. I think the over under is like 52, but I don't think this game is going to sniff 45 because you got two teams who want to run the football, two coaches that throw play action, and you run the Nick Chubb, you run, you know, Cook slash Madison. I don't know if other teams are getting out of the 20s in this one. I actually think the opposite. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Mm -hmm. Why? I think the Browns are going to take it home. I think OBJ is going to come out. And I – okay, I talked a lot of trash on OBJ. And I was like, eh, don't start OBJ. Don't start OBJ. I don't know how I feel about it. I do think Nick Chubb's going to um, be able to run some. But I think that this is going to be an all-pass game. Hmm. Sorry. No, no, I'm not doing that. But the so here's the thing about Baker Mayfield. Do you know how many passes Kevin Stefanski wants to throw per game? Thirty. Do you? Thirty. He never wants to go over thirty. If you look at Baker Mayfield's numbers, if it goes over thirty, it's rare. They want to keep it tight like that. So how how are they going to? I mean, and then so imagine this way. So let's say Baker goes twenty for thirty, right? Is that mm-hmm. fair? That's that's pretty good. How many catches are, is OBG making each week? OBJ making each game. Five, six, ten? I mean, ten's crazy. Ten is kind of crazy. Was it six or seven? I mean, what can he do on seven catches? I I just I think because I know how Baker runs, if it's not there, he's gonna make something happen or he's gonna try to make something happen. And it's not just gonna be a turn and hand off. Did you know Baker? Did you know Baker back in the day? A little bit, yeah. Oh, any Baker. Just, just between us, any Baker Mayfield stories? Yeah, Baker Mayfield drove Uber when he first transferred into OU. Really? <laughs> sure did. Until coaches made him stop because it's against NCAA rules. So once he made the team, he had to quit. Also, there was an app at the time. This is – I love this. There was an app at the time that was like um, kind of like a – like a roulette chat room type thing, but it was only for talking trash. So somebody's face would pop up and you would just give them everything you had, just like trash, talk, trash, talk, trash, talk. And then if they didn't like it, they'd slide on or whatever. And then you know that you won and you get the next person. Baker Mayfield sat and Trevor Knight's like on his couch. It's like Trevor Knight, Ty Darlington, Connor Knight, Joe Flangey, all those guys lived together. And Baker, that was the first time I met him, was sitting on the couch and literally for like three hours straight just went through. And so I'm like, that's how he's so good at trash talking. He practiced. Look at that. Phenomenal. That's yeah. what he majored in. Fun story, though. Trash talk 101. Trash talk. And he's good at it. 
<laughs> See the things we learned at the first look here, drhoda.com. Yeah. Baker Mayfield, an Uber driver. Yeah. Now he's making a ton of money uh, doing commercials, but all right. Giant Saints, Giant Saints, Blake Martinez, Maddie, you're a defensive person here, out with a torn ACL. Alvin Kamara may so, run for 500 yards this weekend. That's a, yeah, that's a big loss. And I agree. I actually am starting him in one of my leagues. As well, you should. All right, Titans, Jets. Um, oh, Jets, poor Jets. Corey Davis revenge narrative. Julio Jones and AJ Brown could both be out potentially. Can the Jets yeah. win this week? He threw six interceptions, like in the past two weeks, six or seven. A lot. It was four one a week. A lot. Right? Yeah. It yeah. Was two. It was bad. Yeah, I think. Excuse me, my voice is going. I think that Zach Wilson is not, he's not confident in himself yet. And I don't think that his team's confident in him. Um, he holds on to the ball too long, or then he'll just like fire it off when something's not there. I think Derrick Henry. Is, is this go. a two touchdown week or a three? A three. He can go for over 100 yards. So if you play FanDuel out there, if you play DK, I'm telling you, I'm going to have a few lineups that go Henry and Kamar, and I'll work around that. And even Tannehill, he's got a hot little hand right now coming off last week. Don't sleep on Tannehill. Well, people will sleep on him because he, he may not have Julio and, and Brown, so they won't want to play him. But, I mean, I still think he's always playable. I do, too. I do, too. All right. Chiefs and Eagles – are the Chiefs as bad as they look? Are the Eagles better than we think? Okay. Chiefs, are they as bad as they look? The defense is struggling. The offense is doing the same thing that the offense has always done. It's just now people know how to shut them down. It is what it is. They've always they've always done this thing where they come like they kind of like slow play it and then they're like, oh shoot, we may lose this game. Let's kick it into high gear. That can't work for you forever. Especially when you have Travis Kelsey and Tyree Kill as your targets, they're not. Nicole Hardman, I don't even, I don't know if I said his name right. It hasn't even been getting looks. I just think that game planning for the Chiefs, you know, if you can shut down Travis Kelsey and you can shut down Hill, you can take a lot of things away. Well, I think you're right about that. I think when Sammy Watkins left. Now you've mm -hmm. got this revolving Mecole Hardman. You got uh, Marcus Robinson. I always say his name wrong. You got uh, who else? Uh, Byron Pringle, right? That's why they brought in Josh Gordon. Who, by the way, let me ask you this: I want no part of Josh Gordon. I think it's fool's gold. You pay a lot of money for him in your fab, and then he, I don't know, has another relapse or something goes wrong, and he gets suspended. And like, I don't think he makes seventeen weeks. They're just bringing him on the practice squad, right? Or is he rostered? Yeah, but people always, always want a piece of that. They always want a yeah. piece of that because they know the potential. They need a third man. If the Chiefs are going to – I do think that the Chiefs can pull it out. If they're going to do it, then they need to use a layer. E-layer? E-layer. D-layer. E-layer. Yeah. And I know that he had a couple fumbles. However, watching what the Eagles did the past couple weeks, the run game is what's going to beat them. All right, Cardinals, Rams. Rams looked like a Super Bowl champ last week. Cardinals have played well. I think that they were looking ahead when they were playing the Jaguars to this game. Mm -hmm. But I think Kyler Murray's in a little bit of trouble. I do. I think uh, Aaron Donald's going to be breathing down his neck. Uh, yeah, and I've learned to never sleep 
on Murray, but Aaron Donald's a freak. He just is. He's fast. He can get there. My favorite is if you watch him, as he's beating a guy and he's about to go sack a quarterback, he, like, pauses to, like, talk shit or, like, make a face before he goes on to sack the quarterback. <laughs> and then goes and nails the guy, right? Yeah. And I'm like, who does that? Who has time to stop and just, like, boast a little before you go do your job? That's when you know you're Unbelievable. good. Unbelievable. Right. That's when you know you're good. Wait, you ever see those track guys, like, as they're getting to the, the, the end, they look at the camera before the photo finish? That's like Aaron Donald. Every single time. Yeah. But he's, he's unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Here's a game that I think is going to actually be boring. Seahawks and 49ers. What if I told you that game's got the makings of like a 40, an under 40 type of game? I would believe you. I actually rostered um, Metcalf. I love Ro- – I mean, there's nothing I don't like about DK Metcalf, except I just feel like this week Shanahan is going to run the ball. Uh, you know – I'm, I, I could be wrong with this, but I don't think so. The, the Seattle ha, has had the fewest one of the, some of the fewest plays during the year. They just don't run a lot of plays. It's a slow offense, and they don't let Russ play. I don't think Russ is in it. What do you mean, Russ is? What do you mean? I don't think Russell's in it. I don't think that he has. I think I'm. I got a little bit of Aaron Rodgers vibes, except he's um, smart enough to know that he's not going to throw a tantrum. I think he's checked out. Yeah. I don't think he's all there. So I'm watching this piece on ESPN tonight. Right. And they were mm-hmm. talking about Brady and Brady wanted to have a say in the offense and what was going on in New England. And Belichick didn't have any of that. Yeah. Right. And Brady's like, I'm out of here. And now he's like an assistant coach for the, for the Buccaneers. He's basically the head coach now. Yeah. I mean, he, yeah. he and Arians, like, talk about what they're going to do. If you have Russell Wilson, why are you not saying, hey, Russ, what do you think? I don't get that. You get your best player and you discuss it with them. I don't understand either. And I also, once you get to that status, the team respects your quarterback more than they respect you nine times out of ten. That's oh. what it is. Yeah. I, and I don't understand that either. But I, I really, truly feel like Russell Wilson's checked out. And I – I mean, I don't foresee them doing a whole lot this year. So I don't think I don't think he's in it. I think he's sh- showing up for a check, and I think he's going to play well enough. I think he's game managing. He's playing like a backup quarterback, just doing what he needs to do to like get by. But I don't think that's what he wants to do. I think that's how that's what Pete Carroll creates his. That's his offensive game plan. But when you have a th- yeah, it's like that. taking a thoroughbred and making them ride around Central Park with a family. Let this yeah. guy, you know, this guy should be running around uh, like, like, and, and the, you know, with no, uh, with no saddle. No saddle takes the fun out of it. I know. Yeah. All right, Ravens Broncos. Mm-hmm. Can the Broncos go four and zero against Baltimore here without without Hamler without Judy? Without Judy is a huge deal. I right. don't. He's gonna be out for another four weeks. The the thing is with Baltimore is. If they don't feel like they have to show up and play, they're going to half-ass it. That's kind of the way Baltimore is sometimes. They kind of did that against the Lions until they woke they up. They 100% did that against the Lions. Right. If you're Hollywood Brown, you should be buying Justin Tucker dinner every night this week just to like – I've said this before. I've said this on every podcast probably. But I truly feel like Justin Tucker should be like just raking in the dough right now from all these guys, especially Hollywood Brown. Um but Lamar is just – it's almost like he needs that oomph 
Like he needs something to drive him and it's not internal. Like he needs to be pressured. That's really what I feel like it is. Lamar threw some really good footballs. Hollywood Brown didn't it was catch right through, Right through the hands, yeah. I mean, so do you ever see the movie Unnecessary Roughness? Do you ever see that movie? It's an old movie. No, I haven't. Oh. I've, I've like heard, greatest... like, yeah, I was going right. to say it's, like, infamous. But right. I haven't so there's a character it. named Featherstone who is, like, this track star, and he gets open, but he can't catch. So every ball goes through his hands. And I don't want to ruin it, but, you know, I, I think Hollywood Brown is Featherstone. You can't yeah. catch the football. And I don't know what it is either because they're not all bad balls. No, the couple of them are good. Yeah. Sammy Watkins dropped a one too that was right in his hands. I, look, I'm usually the one who hates Lamar Jackson. He's been pretty good this year. He's gotten better. He's gotten better. Yeah. He's still trying to be a running back sometimes. I know. Well, but it works. I mean, I it works. Yeah. Can you blame him? No. All right. Steelers, Packers. Is Big Ben done? Don't start Big Ben if you have Big Ben. I think Big Ben should have been done last year. I think Big Ben should be retired. Don't tell Sam Holt I said that, but I think he's done. I know. I I didn't say anything bad. And, you know, it's, it's nothing to knock Big Ben, but it's just not his game anymore. I feel like he can't throw. He can't run. He's a sitting duck. I mean, the Bengals – I used the Bengals in DFS last week. That He was a sitting duck. He's missing reads too. So it's just like you're not agile enough to get outside of the pocket and you can't choose the correct read when you, you're in the pocket. Like you can hand off maybe. And I think, I think it's looked worse because um, the running back situation hasn't been what I expected it to be. Well, you're not happy with Najee Harris? I what, honestly what don't you not, like I, what don't you like about Najee Harris? Because the dude only had what 14 catches last week? 14 catches. I'm looking at it from like a pass blocking point over you too. But Najee Harris, I kind of expected him to be more of what Christian McCaffrey is. I thought that he would be able to find holes and it's more of just shooting him towards the middle. All right, so you thought he was shiftier as opposed mm-hmm. to more straight line. Yeah. But he does catch. I mean, look, he, he's an outlet. He can catch he, the ball. He's the, one of the best receiving running backs that there are. Right. right. Especially Arguably, as a rookie. Number, one or two, number top three in the league. Yeah. But I also feel like with a, a better quarterback, more opportunities would open up. Well, that I agree with. I do. I agree with. All right. Two of my favorite games are the Sunday night game and the Monday game. So let's take a look at the Sunday night game. Tom, terrific. Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski go back to New England. They get to uh, play the the Mac and Cheese Patriots. The Mac and Cheese. Tom's set to break his or break the all-time passing record. Brady's getting, I don't know, five touchdowns? Five or six this week. I'm not even kidding you. Calling six? Five or six this week. I'm going to call five. I'm going to call five right here, right now. Five. They – the Patriots' defense is actually pretty decent. But it's Tom Brady, and Tom Brady's coming in with a vengeance. I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan, so I'm always like, I, I really want it for the Patriots, but it, I just – I don't think so. Oh, look, I, I think also feel like play well, by the way. I do. I think he's going to play well. I think the Patriots' offense will play well. because How do you think he's going to play well? You do? No, I said how do you – like – Oh, yeah. What okay. do you think he's going to make him he, play well? 
So Dak threw for 400 yards. Matt Ryan threw for 300 yards. Matt Stafford threw for 872 yards last week. I got to think Mac Jones is going to throw for 280. So for the Bucks secondary. That's why. Yeah. Here's what makes me nervous about Mac. So when we watched him first come out the first couple of games, he was just getting the ball off because he needed to get it off quick. And then it was almost like he was he realized, okay, I'm, I'm I need to not rush it. And then he held the ball for too long. And I mean, he's coming out of like seven drop sets. And the offensive line isn't bad, but he's making them look terrible because like I don't know any offensive lineman that can go back to back to back plays, pass blocking out of play action, seven drop steps, like, and then he's holding the ball outside of that. And And so there are are times where guys were open that he was hitching and he didn't throw it. Yeah. And he didn't throw it. And he thought like, it was just like, he's reading it too late. He's second guessing himself. And so I don't know if that's like a Belichick thing. I don't know if that's happening like um, internally with the coaching system, creating that insecurity with him. But that's a timing issue, and that's not going to be worked out by this week, I don't think. Okay, but he's a rookie. He is. And I'm not saying anything bad about Mike Jones. I'm just saying that, like, this is traditional, like, rookie things. And also, the Belichick way is we're throwing everything at you. We're not easing you in. We're not giving you a a set play. We're not not saying – yeah. And so um, they just like give it to him and they expect him to learn it because it's kind of like a sink or swim situation. So for Matt Jones, Matt Jones is going to be successful in the NFL. I'm calling it now, but it's going to take him time to get there the way that they're training him, the way that they're developing him. I don't think it's going to happen this week. And so it makes me nervous. Maybe he'll learn, but to me, I think that he's almost too smart. He's in his head too much. And I think that that's going to kill him. Because if you wait too long, then the reads on the field aren't going to be as open. No, I agree with that. You have to trust your receivers. You got to you got to throw the ball before the before the hole is open, right before the target. Mm-hmm. All right. You have to no. Yeah, Raiders against the Chargers. This Mike is the game Williams I'm most look, excited for. Yeah, Mike Williams looks amazing. Justin Herbert, amazing. Eckler, amazing. The Raiders can't say enough good things about this team. Who wins Can I this sneak game? You love Carr. I'm, I'm going the Raiders. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Why? Mm-hmm. Why? I think that penalties are going to get the Chargers. I think they're going to beat themselves. A lot of penalties the last couple of games. A lot of penalties. A lot of penalties. Bad penalties. And I think that the Raiders, people are underestimating what they're doing. They're pretty solid on both sides of the ball. It's true. I mean, Max Crosby is good. Jonathan Abram is really good. Jonathan Abram is going to light somebody up this weekend, whether it's Allen or Williams. He's going to pop them. I like how you said pop them. No, pop them. This is the game I'm most excited for. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't he knock somebody's helmet? Like, yeah, dude's nuts. Yeah. And and he's like, he's just one of those guys who's kind of mean. Like, you need that guy in the secondary. You just need a guy who's kind of dirty. Like when you yeah. want to win, like Ronnie Lott was a little dirty. You know, they're pretty like, fast back there too. Yeah. So there's a couple times where they miss, but then they make up for it because they're fast. Exactly. Mm-hmm. How do you right. feel about Barber? Uh, I, I don't like him. I, I think it's a. I mean, as soon as Josh Jacobs comes back, you won't see any Barber. And that'll be the end of it. But with Josh Jacobs out, I mean, he's fine. I, I'm a big Kenyon Drake guy. I am. I'm a big Kenyon Drake okay. guy. 
because he, he's more I mean look Barber is who he is he's a he's a plotter he goes right down the line he's good at the goal line but Drake he's elusive he can catch he, he can run be. I don't think they used him enough last week yeah. well he he pass blocked they needed yeah. him to yeah so that that was more of his strength I don't yeah I don't think Barber can do that as well no. all right give me, your bold well. predict, give me your bold prediction for this week Oh, bold prediction. I feel like my bold prediction was that the Browns game is just going to be super high scoring. How's that everybody's bold? It's a 52 spot on Vegas? That's not bold. What are you going to tell me? It's, 70. it's be 70. Literally everybody else. No, everybody else I've talked to has said the same thing as you. They think it's going to be low scoring. All right. Okay. What's your bold prediction? My bold prediction is I have one for you. Robbie Anderson gets two touchdowns. The man who hasn't caught a ball two? in three weeks, two. They got to throw the ball. They can't run it with Chuba. So, I mean, and I mean, Sam Darnold only has eyes for DJ Moore, but maybe this week he actually throws the ball to Robbie Anderson. Okay. It's bold. You said bold. That's bold. That's bold. bold. I think maybe, maybe I, maybe I need to step up my game on bold. Boldness. All right, you're going to do that next week. I expect a bolder, bold prediction from you. Okay. Okay, I'll work on it. Deal. All right, but right now it's time to put away the insurance cards, put away the copay. The office is closed, my friends. Please check out what we're doing at drroto.com. Articles, podcasts, live stream videos like this, rankings, tools, everything you need. All right, guys? So for me and Maddie, be well and take care. Thanks for stopping by the office. Get your fantasy prescription by subscribing to the channel and checking out drrodo.com. And until the next visit, be well and take care. Okay, 